Yeah. Well, my name's Olivia, and this is this is my home away from home. All right. This is I'm still an online student, so this is still my school. I love this place. I love what happens here. I love the people here. You guys, God is doing amazing things among our midst. And what you just heard about, Claim Your Campus 2020, is this event happening this summer. And there's an amazing movement of God happening all across this country right now that I have the privilege of sharing with you today. And my story with Claim Your Campus starts six years ago. I was a high school student, and I woke up one morning, one morning from a really vivid dream that I could not shake and I could not forget. So I wrote down on a piece of paper what I saw in this dream. It was a dream of a huge field just this empty field. But all of a sudden, there were like bushels of wheat, like a harvest had just happened all across this field. And I just knew that they were representing young people. It was so clear, this dream, that I wrote it down, I put it next to my bed, and then I forgot about it. Fast forward a year later, I'm sitting down with my dad, and he had been a youth pastor for many years in his life, and he had recently left that position to lead this ministry called Claim Your Campus. And the mission of this ministry is to see student-led prayer in every middle and high school in America, all across the country. That was the, the vision and the mission of Claim Your Campus. He was sitting down, and he was sharing with me a dream that God had recently given him to do some kind of event some kind of gathering for middle and high school students across the country to come together for a moment to mobilize a movement. He didn't know when it was going to be. He didn't know what was going to happen at the event. He didn't even know what it was going to be called. But this is what he told me. We have a field. I went back to my room. I found that note of that dream, and I handed it to him. I said, I believe this needs to happen. Go forward two more years. There's a man named Jared who was looking for a mentor in his life. He had recently lost his dad to cancer, and he was looking for some person to be a father figure, a mentor in his life, someone to talk to about being a father, about being a man. And, and he reached out to this guy named Jeff, and they got together one morning. And as they sat down, Jared sat across the table from my dad, and he said, Jeff, I got to tell you, last night, they've never talked before this. He said, last night, I had a dream that you and I were standing in a field full of countless people, and we were just talking. And my dad said, let me tell you about this event that God's been telling me about. So in the meantime, for me, I had this dream. I knew this was happening, and then I felt this really strong call to ministry. So I found my way here to Indiana Wesleyan a couple years ago, studying ministry and while I was here, I was so privileged to get a glimpse of what God wants to do, not just here among our midst, but across the whole nation. Because a couple years ago, something really incredible happened in this very room. And as I mention it, many of you will probably know what I'm talking about when I say the Fusion Chapel. A lot of you have been impacted by that chapel. A lot of you have heard about that chapel service and I'm standing before you today, and I remember being up here, and I remember these aisles lined, lined with people. Many of you can testify to that in the room. These aisles were lined with people. Hundreds came forward to receive healing physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and we saw that in this room. And for hours and hours, people came forward and actually started confessing their sins in front of their peers. What? 
They started coming up and confessing their sins. People started coming up and testifying to the mountains that God was moving in their lives. And I'm telling you that moments like that, where we get to experience God, God's presence, don't happen unless they're birthed in prayer first. Because something that many of us didn't get to see was a room up in Noggle upstairs where our fusion team was praying weekly for our school. In one chapel service, we were so moved by this desire to just to ask our peers, how can we pray for you, that we actually had prayer request cards up on this stage and we took them back to Noggle and every week our team prayed over those cards that God would move mountains in the lives of our student body. And as we did, People would go up every single day. There was a room upstairs in Noggle where those cards would be. People were praying over these cards every single day. And as we did, mountains were being moved. I'm telling you that because as we stood in this room, as people stood up and testified in the microphone, we heard our prayers answered. That moment of experiencing God's presence like we never had before was birthed in prayer. Do you see what happens when we pray? For me, I saw a glimpse of what God was going to do in the future here in this chapel. Because now I stand before you and I can tell you that this summer, July 4th weekend, 2020, right outside of Kansas City, 100,000 middle and high school students are going to come together for a moment to mobilize a movement of prayer all across the country. And that will be Claim Your Campus 2020. It's happening. And I'm telling you, with what I've been able to do, now I work full-time for this event. I get to travel across the country and meet churches everywhere from Catholic to charismatic who are being united in prayer right now. The Holy Spirit is moving, and he's working to unite his body across our country. And people are praying for a harvest. I want to read to you a passage that God has laid on the hearts of our staff at Claim Your Campus, but also the hearts of churches all across the country. And, and when I say that, I'm not trying to be dramatic. Like, I'm being, I'm being really for real. Like, I'm meeting with people in San Diego, in Tampa, Florida, in South Dakota, in Kansas City, in Missouri, in Ohio, in Indiana, in Texas. Like, there's just something happening right now. I just, it's really hard to explain, but the Holy Spirit is working and he is moving. And this is what we are praying for. I want you to read this with me in Matthew chapter 9, starting in verse 35. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Hear these two words right now, harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And I just want to ask you, have you seen those people around you? Have you seen the harassed and the helpless around you? If you haven't, look around. For me, a big wake-up call when I left this campus, when I went out into the real world, quote-unquote, and started working full-time, God opened my eyes to a generation that is harassed and helpless. 
to people who are like sheep without a shepherd, who are hopeless and looking for something. And I don't have to stand up here and convince you that it's alarming to see these rates of suicide and depression and anxiety skyrocket. I don't have to tell you that's alarming. I don't have to tell you that it influences every single one of us in this room. I don't have to tell you that racism is a problem. I don't have to tell you that violence is an issue we want to see done with. I don't have to tell you that people are hurting and people are broken and people are desperate for more. They're desperate for a harvest. I don't have to tell you that. But what I can tell you is a call that God has put on my heart when I read this passage. When he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. I am asking God to move on every middle and high school campus in America because we need it. I am asking God to send out workers right there where the harvest is plentiful, right there in these mission fields all across the country because those are the people that are going to see change happen. We're calling them to pray. I'm praying for people like Taylor. Taylor was a freshman in high school from Atlanta, Georgia, battling with anxiety and depression and self-doubt every single day. And there was something happening called the Claim Your Campus Student Council where we gathered together students all across the country in Michigan. We brought them to a table. We wanted to talk to them about prayer. We wanted to talk to them about leadership. So these students were recommended. They filled out an application, and then they flew or they drove out for this gathering. And Taylor was chosen to be there. And I remember sitting at the table with her and hearing her say, I don't belong here. But when that girl left Michigan, she went back to her school. She found the only two Christians she knew in her school. She said, hey, will you guys pray with me? Our school needs prayer. They started meeting regularly in their school, just started with three girls, three young freshmen. And over those four years of her high school career, she saw that group go from three people to 80 people in their hallway regularly praying for change on their campus. And I'm telling you, people would come all over the hallways to see what they were doing and what was going on. And there were times where Taylor got to share the gospel in those prayer groups. And people accepted Jesus right there in their hallways. And there were times where they were praying for specific issues to change. They wanted to see gossip end in their school. So they started praying for it. And Taylor just told me a couple months ago, she said, the coolest thing I saw was one time I was in the cafeteria and I heard these people, they didn't know we were praying, they didn't know who we were, but someone started gossiping and they said, hey, we shouldn't do that here. It just changed the culture and the environment of their school and they started praying. I wanna pray for more people like Taylor. That same year that Taylor joined the student council, there was a group of sophomores from Marion High School right here in our neighborhood, that were invited to the table. Four amazing students that were so inspired by what God was doing through prayer that they went back to their school and they started praying for three specific issues to change at their school. The first was violence. They were seeing several fights happen a day. They knew that needed to stop. The second was the academic environment and the academic excellence of their school. They were rated an F school in their test scores. They wanted to see that go up. And then they started praying for bold Christ followers because they knew there were so many people who needed to hear about Jesus. So as they started praying, they started in the library, a small group of them. And over time, as they started growing, 
they moved out to the hallway for people to see what they were doing. It turned into not just one day a week of prayer, but several days a week of prayer. And this group started growing. But what was really exciting was after some time, one of the girls in the group named Zoe spoke up and she said, you guys, when's the last time you've seen a fight? And they couldn't remember. Later on, the principal calls one of the students into his office, and he's asking about their prayer group. And he begins to tell this student about how violence has gone down. He begins to tell this student how, for some reason, their test scores are going up. And they move from an F school to an A-rated school. And what was so amazing this summer was we found out that Marion High School was the number one school for college readiness in the whole state of Indiana. Come on. Come on. My favorite part of that story is as that student was talking to his principal, he invited that student, that principal, sorry, to church. Talk about bold Christ followers right there. That principal and his family went to church with this student, and they all got baptized. The, the principal's brother and his entire family came to church, and they all got baptized. I want to pray for workers like that in the harvest. I want workers like that out in the field because people are ready, people are hungry, people are looking for something. And do you see what happens when we pray? Do you see what happens when we pray for this? It's not just because we say fancy words, it's because of who we are praying to, amen? Come on, this, this is why prayer is important. So when I read Matthew 9, I read a call to pray. There was a man named John who lived in a small town, about 1,200 people, and he was a pastor in a small country church, and he met with a local group of pastors from around his town regularly, and they prayed every Friday. And in his 60s, God started to speak to him about something really incredible that was going to come to his town. He felt like God was saying, there's going to be a revival in this nation. Thousands are going to come to your small town. And John believed with all of his heart this was true. And so he prayed for this revival and for the ground of his city, that it would be prepared for the thousands that would come. He prayed that for 40 years. Two Decembers ago, John passed away at the age of 103. And he never got to see this prayer answered. But on July 4th weekend in 2020, right outside of Kansas City, there's this event happening called Claim Your Campus 2020 in John's town. After 40 years, John doesn't even get to see this prayer answered, but I know he will be celebrating in heaven because we are going to see thousands and thousands of students come to this ground to be sent out into a movement of prayer all across America. Because look what happens when we pray. Look what happened when John prayed faithfully for this to happen in his town. I'm telling you, Iwu, it's time for the harvest. It's time to pray for workers, but it's also time to be the workers. It is time. This is our generation we're talking about. We're, we're Generation Z. This is it. When, when I talk about middle and high school students, I'm talking about our generation. These are our people. These are our future leaders. We are the future leaders. 
It's time for a harvest like we've never seen before in the United States. And I'm telling you this because this is my home. These are my people. I love you guys. And I want you to know that there is a part for you in this as a worker, but also to pray for the workers. First of all, you need to be a part of this. There is a place for every single one of you at this table for this event. There is a significant place for you in this. First of all, your churches need to hear about this. Your youth groups need to hear about this. Your youth pastors, maybe students that you know, your friends that you know that are small group leaders or maybe you're a small group leader. Could you bring a group out to claim your campus 2020? Think about it. Get this in front of your church. Help them know. And I actually want to help you right now get some information to send to them. So I'm going to put up a slide right now. And it's going to be a number to text in. And because I know you're students, but even though it doesn't feel like it, you're adults. So text CYC adult. I know I get I don't feel like an adult. But please text CYC adult to this number right now. I want to give you some time to do that. If you want more info, if you want the website right up on your phone, the video that we showed earlier, you can get that video. Show that to your church. Show that to your pastor. Show that to people in your community. Maybe there's a school that you want to go to represent at Claim Your Campus 2020. Who can you get this in front of? We also need volunteers. We need people to come help out. We need people to be there. I know that sometimes we hear this and I talk to a lot of college students about this event, and they say, okay, but what's my part? This is for middle and high school students. This is for our generation. Come help us out. Come be there. Come support what's happening in schools across America. You can volunteer. You can be a part. So if you text this number, CYC Adult, you'll get information for how you can be a part of this event. You can go to the website. You can click the volunteer button. You can click the pray button. You can click the register button. Whatever you want to do to be a part of this, whatever God's asking you to do in this moment. But I, will, I really want to call you to pray with me. I really want to call you to pray with me for workers in the harvest because something's coming. It's happening. And we are just praying and expecting God to do a mighty thing in our country because we need it. We need it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with suicide in the name of Jesus. I'm just done with it. I'm, I'm, it just hurts all of us. It has affected all of us. I want to see depression leave in the name of Jesus. I want to see anxiety leave the room in the name of Jesus. I want to see people who don't feel lonely anymore because the church gathers around them and loves them and prays for them. I want to see that. I don't know about you, but I want to see that. And so, Iwu, what better time to pray than right now? Right here, right now. This is the moment. And so in a few moments, I'm going to invite everyone to pray and we're actually all going to pray out loud at the same time we're just going to pray and we're just going to lift our voices to heaven and we are going to intercede on behalf of this generation on behalf of the church across America I'm going to ask you to pray for four things today and I'll lead you through all of them the first I'm going to ask you to pray for the church the big c church across the country how God is uniting the body of Christ together right now and then I'm going to invite you to pray for churches right here around Indiana Wesleyan I want to invite you to pray maybe the very church you're a part of right around here. Pray for specific names. Pray for the ministry happening around Marion. And then I'm going to invite you to pray for schools all across the country, for middle and high school students, and that they would find hope and that they would find Jesus and that they would be able to come to Claim Your Campus 2020. And then I'm going to invite you to pray for specific schools right here around us, right around Indiana Wesleyan. I'm going to ask you in a moment to stand, but I'm going to ask some of you 
either I want you to raise your hands to heaven during this prayer, or I want you to kneel before the Father and ask on their behalf. Choose a posture that shows, God, we want this. Choose that posture for you. So I'm gonna ask you as quietly and as reverently as you can to stand up, as quietly and quickly as you can just to stand with me. And as I give you these prompts to pray for, I'm just gonna ask, no one's listening, we're all gonna be praying at the same time, just pray out loud. Just pray for these things on behalf of this generation. So with heads bowed, eyes closed, I want you to either raise your hands to heaven or to kneel on behalf of what God is doing in this country, in this generation, right now, out loud. Let's start praying for the Church of America, the body of Christ. Jesus, we pray that you would change the Church of America. Just start praying it out loud. Jesus, would you unite the body of Christ? Would you bring us together like never before, God? Jesus, would you show us how to seek unity, God? Show us how to seek unity. No matter the denomination, no matter what we do, Jesus, bring us together. Lord, do a mighty work in your body all across this country, God. I pray for unity in the name of Jesus. I pray against disunity in the name of Jesus. I pray against hatred in the name of Jesus. I pray for love in the name of Jesus. Pray for churches all around Marion right now. Pray for specific churches. Jesus, I pray for College Wesley, and I pray for the river. I pray for Exit Church. America. Pray for schools, middle and high school campuses right now. Jesus, we cry out on behalf of this generation who needs you, who is helpless and harassed. Lord, we pray for our schools, Jesus. Lift them up. Lift up our schools across our country. schools right here in our neighborhood. All the schools right around Indiana West Lane and Marion and Upland start praying for our schools. 